This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. The following podcast may contain language not suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. From the suburban sprawl in New Jersey to the shores of the Delaware River in Eastern Pennsylvania, this is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. Jay's somewhere. And this is episode 279, Blue Thunderbomb. Yeah, I think he's at BakerCon in Australia. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Big, uh, you'd think, like, the gruffness of Australians, there wouldn't be so many vegans, but apparently, lots of vegans. So, hmm. yeah, Jay, Jay and uh, the vegan crowd are out, out there at BakerCon. That man can, destroy, can travel to Australia, yet he can only make a couple Red Bull games a year. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, he, he, he's got his priorities are out of whack. Yeah, totally. All righty. Well, so this past week was actually a pretty good one for the Red Bulls. Uh, maybe not the most exciting or, or thrilling, but they did get two one nothing wins over the hated DC United and the anemic Houston Dynamo, uh, <laughs> who was beaten with, uh, uh, you know what, Truman, I got a hand to you. You called it last week a C team. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Exactly. Uh, I did not think they would go this hard C, but uh, they sure did. <laughs> and uh, the Red Bulls, nevertheless, came out victorious. Uh, so before we get into our likes and dislikes, let's take a look at what you all had to tell us. Got those tweets ready? Nope, but I'm okay. gonna. All right. Well, I mean, I suppose I can keep waxing poetic here about how stuff happened. How great the Red Bulls are because they're so great. They're so great. They're in first place now with 55 points. Although Atlanta does have a game in hand on them. Uh, that's true. Are. So, um, you know, that's all good stuff. So, yeah, it's, I got very confused how they suddenly got a game in hand on us when this game was a makeup game from mm-hmm. early in their year. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not the only one who got very confused about this. I don't know. Math hurts. <laughs> I, yeah. So, I'm going to bring up the tweets of the replies to us. Uh, this is the one, yeah, about the DC game. Uh, should I read them all? We'll, I'll just read off DC and then we'll read through the other ones, the Houston yeah. ones. Let's all do right. it. All right, so we got just one for DC because I don't know, guys. I, I'd expect more trash talk when you beat this team, but whatever. Uh, Casey Jones, aka at Grateful Tread 23, says a solid result against the scum capped off a real tough part of the schedule. However, with the last few results, a winnable draw versus Vancouver, a draw versus NY shitty FC that felt like a loss, and a win versus Scum that could have went either way, will this team be good enough in the playoffs? Do you uh, want to answer that question now? Uh, well, he, he does tweet again, doesn't he, after Houston? Yes. And I think, is he the only tweet? I believe he's the only one to reply to our first, and that's really just what I'm, I'm looking at. Okay. Um... Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess we could talk about it. Um, yeah, the, the Vancouver draw, again, I mean, I think when you go across country and come away with a draw, it's hard to complain, uh, even if the team is not up to snuff like Vancouver. The New York City game, oh, absolutely. That was awful. That was an mm-hmm. awful draw that nobody wants to see. But and will this be good enough for the plus? You know, there was one thing I tweeted last night uh, in this league. You know, the high-scoring, high-flying offenses tend to get shut down in the playoffs. Yep. And defense seems to win 
And right now, we have the best defense in the league. So, you know, I, I think, uh, yeah, one nothing wins can be good enough to win this thing. Um, so, and you're, and you're looking at all these games that have been compacted into like just a couple weeks. Yeah, you know, a, what was it? A Sunday, then a Wednesday, then a Sunday, now a Wednesday, and then they're playing Saturday mm-hmm. before getting the two week break, and then the schedule kind of just normalizes itself. Yep. I mean. I know we're talking about one nothing games and everything, but still, like, good results when you're squishing so much. I mean, you know, uh, uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit, especially the DC game. What did we talk about the week before that they had to gut that game out? Yeah. With the schedule, and that's what they did. So, I, I mean, I think they are. I absolutely do think they're good enough in the playoffs, but it's the Red Bulls. Yeah. I, I, I think showing that you can get these results in such a short amount of time, I think, is a huge, huge positive despite what the scores are. So, let's talk about the Houston game. Uh, Again, one nothing win. Uh, Jeremiah, Red Coach Jay, says, that was massive, and if we manage to pull three points out on the weekend, it'll have to be credit to the guys that played tonight as well. Depth showed up tonight in a big way, agreed because we didn't have to sub in the BWP, the Kaku. They were able to spend the day on the bench. Yes. Huge. Huge. Yeah, it was a well-needed rest. Yep. Uh, so, back Grateful Shred 23, Casey Jones said, very pleased on the result. Great for the guys coming off the bench to shine after all the work they put in. Test of character for the team to get results from matches that would have been dropped points in past seasons. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. No more midweek games mean the big guns from here on out. Agreed. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, my friend Steven Santos, you know, his creepy taxi said, sorry, I fell asleep. Did we win? Awesome. That was a shit game to watch offensively, but great on the defensive side. White's first MLS goal. Now go back to USL and finish strong with Sky Blue. Oh, I mean, wait, I mean Red Bull too. <laughs> if only we could send people over to Sky Blue to, to get to get that damn team away. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> our last tweet is from... Um, Anthony Guzardo, uh, at Yarly, it's Anthony. He just replied, now there was a gif involved in my post. Yes. <laughs> team B team, go, go, go. Absolutely. And I think you could I think you could put just attribute that to the Red Bulls too. Because yeah. they're they're just they are keeping going. They're they're getting these results. Absolutely. Um, so I guess with that, we're gonna do a, I guess a dual like and dislike sure. for these matches. Sure. Uh, so, and then we can obviously break down plenty in the afterthoughts. Yeah, there. Um, so, let's start with the negatives. What did you dislike about these two matches? Um, I thought they gave up in both games, and maybe the Houston game can be can, uh, forgivable. A, f- a little bit too many good chances. Mm-hmm. And again, early on in the D.C. game, uh, D.C. had a lot more opportunities, a lot more corners, very, very nervy play on, which, again, which we've seen in these games. Um, they have not been as fast coming out of the gates. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, being, we're nitpicking here, yeah. again, with two, with two one-nothing wins. Uh, that's the only thing that, that I really dislike is that you got to worry about in the playoffs. This, this, you don't want this pattern to continue because you're going to be playing good teams. Yeah. Not crappy DC and not got all for Houston. My dislike is kind of just come down to what you're talking about. Uh, at one point, I mean, these slow starts and kind of, and I get it. Chris Armas has come out and explained he wants a more possession-oriented offense, more possession-oriented team. 
Uh, but I think there's situations where the the strategy calls to just put your foot on the throat of the opponent, and that is that killer instinct has seemed to be lacking. It did seem to be lacking these last two games. Uh, and the halftime interview uh, last night, Armour says, like, "Oh, I just want to tell the guys to slow it down, slow it down." I'm like, "No, go all out, <laughs> kill them, annihilate, crush. That's what I want to see. Uh, it is there for taking. I know it's scrubs, but come on, man. I mean, the opportunities were there, so." Um, that, yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of like my, my dis- big dislike is that pillar instinct seems to be lacking. I mean, as good as this defense has been, um, it just, it is a little worrisome that they can't score goals and there might be something to talk about there, uh, in the dumping ground, which we'll get to later. But for now, uh, what did you like about these two matches? All right. Uh, I mean, if I don't mention the TFO, I'd be a crazy man because you and I were at the game together against DC mm-hmm. and not knowing what the TIFO was going to be. I looked at you and I said, I would, I would crack up if this was related to somehow Wayne Rooney's bald head, like <laughs> just in passing, I thought it was funny. Yeah. And then up it goes right in front of us. And we just looked at each other like, Oh my God, th- this is it. This yeah. is exactly. So that was funny. And if you, if you watched it on TV, cause I watched, I recorded the game. So I watched it later. Uh, to hear Alexei Lawless laughing, yeah, <laughs> it was pretty great. So, I think that wins. I think it definitely wins Tifa of the week because it was so hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care other teams how elaborate they had theirs. I mean, that is just zinger of all zingers. Yeah, yeah, that that was a solid Tifa for sure. Um, I guess uh, my like would be, you know. Um, uh, it, really, I'm going to give it to the kids. I'm going to give it to the kids for performing. I mean, it was fun to. Not only was it they got a crucial three points. Um, it was fun to see guys like uh, Cesaris, who was, I, I think, a big, uh, you know, everybody was really looking forward to seeing him play at the beginning of the season. It's nice to see him play. It was nice to see Brian White get his first MLS goal. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it's just it's good to see these young guys get some time. Um, you know, uh, and when they do, they get the win. It's great. And considering that two of the stars of the early scrub game against Portland, uh, Carlos Rivas has gone and Ben Nines is. MIA, I don't know where he's at, but, uh, you know, they weren't around to contribute like they were earlier in March. So um, it was good. You know, got to love the three points by the kids for sure. Yep. Well, I think I think Ben Mines takes a seat to Brian White because Brian White's the older player. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we kind of think that he's not, uh, but he is. He is definitely more seasoned than a still 18 year old. 18. Is he even? He's 18 years old. So, yeah. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure at this point, the way Brian Wright scored a goal, he's going to be, you know, like Brandon Allen's going to become Jay's like new cult favorite uh, yes. striker. We can only hope. Yeah. Oh man. So uh, afterthoughts. Anything? Anything else you want to elaborate on for these tons? Games? Tons. I. I mean, we could probably go on for a while, but I just want a couple mention a couple things. First of all, Bill Hamid learned a lesson <laughs> that you do not kick the Southward scarf and think you're going to get away with it. Because <laughs> the best part about that game is him kicking the scarf, deservedly getting it from the fans, and then him having to pull the ball from the back of the net, the net right, right in front of us, mm-hmm. right there. He oh, couldn't yeah. hide. So maybe lesson learned, Bill Hamid. I got to admit, I do like when players from other teams troll the South Ward. I love sure. it. Sure, I, love it. I mean, like, into it. So I, I did. I did love. I. I you know, as much as it was fun to boo, I did like the kick. Kind of like how uh, Michael Bradley last year just sat there sipping uh, Gatorade while staring everybody down in the playoffs last year. 
Uh, I do enjoy that. So, that, but you know, it was also very nice to see that after he kicked the scarf, uh, yeah, he, he had to pick one out of the back uh, not long after that. So that yeah, if, if Robles did that, we'd be laughing too. If Robles oh, yeah. did that to another team, we'd like it. But um, yeah. it just happens to be DC, which makes it so great. Oh, of course. So good. Uh, aside from that, uh, Kaku's scoring was awesome. Again, you mentioned Brian White. Mm-hmm. You couldn't ask for a better debut. Uh, huge play from Alex Mawil. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, by the way, Chris Armas. It's, it's, it's Mawil. Mawil, I believe, was it at halftime he said Mule? Ah. I think. I heard him say, I don't know if it was, if it was halftime or at some point. So there's Mawil. You think he should know that by now. He's been with the team for how long? Mm-hmm. Um, what a great play for him to keep that ball in. Oh, yeah. Almost on his tookus and, and getting the ball to Brian White, who was just sitting right in front of the net. Mm-hmm. Couldn't ask for an easier goal. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. I mean, we, I said it before. The team gutted out, gutted out Sunday, and got lucky playing a Houston team that was bad, yes, but also didn't play like a few of their main stars. Mm-hmm. So to get that result, big. And now I think you have to feel good going into this weekend a little bit better than if they had to sub in BWP and Kaku or Royer earlier or Anlong earlier in the game uh, trying to get a result. They had the result. They didn't have to bring those guys in. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it all shapes up for this Sunday before the big break. Yeah, absolutely. Or Saturday, I should say Saturday. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it is, it's crucial Get these guys rest uh, now. They should be prepared for a very nice uh, uh, Saturday game away up in Montreal. Not too taxing a trip, so it should be fun. And uh, I guess that's a little transition, shall we call it? Is what they call it in the biz. Yeah, real quick, just so you guys know uh, the standings. We don't. Ca- I don't know where they moved because yeah. we didn't do it. We'll get to that next week. I don't think you guys are really like hanging on to the standings of our predictions. Yeah. Yeah, Jay told us he was in uh, Australia only about a year, uh, hour or two ago. So yeah, we uh, weren't really ready to dig stuff out. But um, all you need to know is that I'm still in first place. So. I'm pretty sure that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, going into next this weekend, uh, the Red Bulls take on the Montreal Impact at Stade Saputo uh, this Saturday at seven thirty. It will be on MSG. Um, Montreal is currently in sixth place, but with a ten. 14 and 3 record. Wow. Uh, their last five are a loss, draw, draw, win, loss. Uh, we actually did some math, uh, even though we don't like math, but uh, it, it, is, <laughs> it is in statistically impossible for Montreal uh, to surpass the Red Bulls. They're 22 <laughs> points behind the Red Bulls. Um, and that's just crazy for a sixth place team. I mean, yeah, it what, really is. What is this, Premier League? I mean, come on. Clearly. Um, this is like early 2000s NBA yeah. when like teams that were like four games under getting like the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. So Jay gave us his prediction. He is going with a 2-1 win. Shruman, what do you think will happen this Saturday? Well, I don't think this is going to happen, but I'm throwing the prediction out anyway. Uh, and I'm going to throw this out especially because on Sunday – who was the special guest at Red Bull Arena? I believe it was Thierry Henry. Yes, which if you watch the wrap-up video uh, with him in it, it's just wonderful. It just makes me love the man even more. Um, mm-hmm. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it on the Red Bull's YouTube page. So, of mm-hmm. course, in honor of Thierry Henry, 
I have to go with the 4-1 win. The reverse 2-3, yeah. which if you actually look at the score, if it was in score since we're the visiting team, it would be 1-4. Um, I do. I think now I do feel good. I think they can beat a kind of lousy Montreal. I don't care what the record is. I'm throwing all these records. We're throwing them out the window this year. Every single one. The Chicago record, that's gone. This is good of all these dumb records. Um, I think the fact that they didn't have to play those guys is going to be huge. Uh, Tyler Adams may pass out halfway through this game if he starts again because that kid has got to be clearly exhausted. Um, but again, the RZA only played a little bit. Aaron Long only played a little bit. I, I do like I like their odds now. If they had to play those guys, maybe I would have said a draw, maybe a loss. Uh, you know, because you just never know. But the fact that these guys didn't have to play, I love it. Love the situation. Uh, let's go. I guess I go straight TT, right? It's a straight TT since it's a 1-4 win yeah. on the road. So the straight TT, 1-4. There you go. Beautiful. Uh, I, I, too, I think Montreal's crap. Um, you know, at first I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because they were sixth place, but then as I took the closer look, I was like, oh, they're awful. So <laughs> um, I, I'm going to say our, our defense continues to shut down uh, the opponent. Uh, I say with rest, we get a few more goals. So I'm going to go with a 2 nothing win. Um, Rebels will bring home another three points, uh, keep on rolling, and uh, maybe I'll put a that'll be part of my parlay for the weekend. We'll see. <laughs> of course, listen, you got to ride the Red Bull hot hand, right? Exactly, absolutely. So, so far, you've been uh, good with that, yeah. <laughs> All righty, well, that is the Rebels' upcoming game. So, our rundown of our local sides, uh, Red Bull 2, uh, Drew Charleston 4 to 4. Uh, uh, right, next that did you see any of the highlights? Did you see any of that game? I have not, but I feel like I should. It was. <laughs> I believe they were down. I'm trying to remember if they were down two nothing. Um, but it was crazy. They back. It was like back and forth, back and forth, like the whole game. Uh, they went down four three, like right towards the end, and then they scored. I don't know with like minutes left of the game to tie nice. it four four. Uh, so yeah, super exciting game to watch. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, well, their next game, uh, maybe it will be just success. I feel like they've had a few high scoring games recently, mm-hmm. so maybe you want to tune into this. Uh, their next game is this Friday, it is at home, uh, in uh, Montclair to uh, August 31st to the Ottawa Fury. We don't have a time, uh, on I'm sure, here. I'm sure it's a night game, probably seven o'clock, but uh, we'll just do it. Yep, seven o'clock. So, uh, if you're in the Montclair area and don't have anything to do on Labor Day weekend, um, uh, why don't you go out and check out the Red Bulls? Yeah, yeah, because Red Bulls are on the road, so why not? Yeah, support support the kids. That's right. Uh, next up, Sky Blue FC. Uh, <laughs> they, lost, they lost six to one to the Houston Dash. Uh, their next, uh, it's just it's not looking good for this team. Uh, next game is September first, Saturday, at Washington Spirit. Um. I guess tune in if you'd like. <laughs> uh, I mean, hats off to everyone who there's still people traveling to that game. So they are rock stars. Yeah. God bless rock them for, stars sure. for supporting this team. Yeah. Uh, through thick and thin. It's just. Yeah. yeah it's the, brutal. the women on the field deserve the support, but the ownership doesn't. But, yeah. so, you know, kudos to all of you who are sticking with it. Um, all right. Well, now we're on to the dumping ground. The biggest news, of course. Uh, Clint Dempsey, Deuce, has retired from professional soccer. Um, 
He goes away with uh, fifth, tied all time with Landon Donovan with 57 goals. And the U.S. men's national team um, had great stint in Fulham over in uh, the Premier League uh, before coming home to Seattle. Uh what, what do you got to say about Clint Dempsey uh, retiring? Kind of a end of an era, doesn't it? Feel like yeah. it, right? Yeah, it was. A, I mean, as a player, it's a love hate relationship because he, he started with New England, mm-hmm. so hated the guy, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but then he got on the national team radar. It was great with the national team with the Fulham, which was really great. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, coming back as most national players are allowed to kind of pick, pick whatever team they want to go play for, just seems to be the way. Um, but my favorite. The image of him is him tearing up a referee's uh, little book there in an open cup game. I mean, I, I think that's the most hilarious moment at all, but great player for the national team, for sure. Uh, helped put the team back on the map. Obviously, his time was up with Seattle and the national team, but it happens to everybody. But nothing but uh, positives for all the tall Cletus, I'll call him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... I got. I mean, he's given me so much excitement uh, over the years watching him in the national team jersey. Uh, I've actually had the uh, the pleasure to see him score three of those fifty-seven goals. Uh, one in the two thousand ten World Cup warm-up game in Philadelphia against Turkey. Uh, the other at the Snow Classico, um, <laughs> you know, out in Denver in two thousand thirteen. And then I saw him score in the Copa America against Paraguay. Uh, so it was really quite an exciting thing to watch, uh, him play. So, uh, thanks for the memories, Deuce. I I hope, I don't know. I don't know if injuries have kind of forced their hand. They can't really, I hope he gets like a half hour trot out with the national team one last time. Um, we'll see if it happens. I'm I'm not holding my breath, but that would be nice. I mean, come on. Exhibition games. You can't even get like 10 minutes or something. These, these, how many are they doing a two games coming up for the break? Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? The usual two games. Mm-hmm. Come, on. Come on. Yeah. Who, who are they playing? They're playing Brazil, right? Won the one game is the Brazil game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right, I, right I there. Agree. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Come on. Give him a half hour, U.S. soccer. He can, he can try it out in front of uh, 60,000 Brazilian fans and 20,000 U.S. men's <laughs> national team fans at MetLife Stadium. Yeah, I, I last I checked, I think tickets were starting to drop on StubHub. I'm going to do a quick little <laughs> check on that, see if you want to get in there for cheap. Like, I mean, I mean, I wasn't shocked that interest for this game may not have been super high. But let's see here. All right. Brazil. Yes. Wow. <laughs> um, you can, I mean, it's not cheap, but in terms of the $80 face value, you can now go to this game for 41 bucks. Wow. Yeah, so obviously interest for this game is waning. Yeah, so if I see a $20 ticket next uh, whatever day it is, I might go. We'll see. Yeah. And, hey, you might see Aaron Long out there and Tyler Adams out there. So. That's true. Yeah, it's a good show. Right? Good mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, all right, and so here's the final thing. I And, look, you know, for those of you who may have been watching, who may know more details, you may shut down what I'm about to say. Uh, I admit I don't un- entirely understand our roster rules. I think we can still sign free to- free agents to the roster. I could be wrong, um, but Giuseppe Rossi has been in camp for like what two months now, mm-hmm. and, they- and they haven't signed him. I mean, come on, like, it- why can't we just like we got the cap room, we got the space, just sign him for the remainder of the year. You know, reinforcements for the for a playoff run. 
I mean, the, the guy's talented. You know, I understand he's a traitor, but, <laughs> you know, it's like, why has this happened already? You know, it's one of those things that just drives me insane. Like, I, I don't feel like they're risking much just to get him in for the remainder of the year. Um, but that's just me. Uh, but I, I feel like in the win now, mo, you know, mode that this team is, get any reinforcements you can. Uh, I did see they talked about him in the pregame. I didn't have the sound on. So for all I know, something was uh, dropped. Like, yeah, not a chance in hell. But, <laughs> you know, I, well, I think it's it's a missed opportunity if they don't get this guy on the roster. I think the thought would be, like, what space do they have on the roster? That that whole thing, like you said, you know, the rules and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who would drop down? Mm-hmm. How has he been training with the team? I, I only saw him once. Mm-hmm. One time we got to go watch training. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not saying much to him running back and forth. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you if that they had space and he wants to show that he can do something before going to Europe or going to wherever. Yeah. Yeah. He could always, yeah, he could always be a bench guy for the rest of the year and then in December, January, go elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. So, make it happen if you can. I mean, come on. Uh, the, the more quality players you can get on a roster leading up to the uh, MLS Plus, the better. We just angered a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Arch uh, enemy, Rossi. <laughs> All righty. Well, now that is it for us. It uh, brings us to Truman's Terrible Team of the Week. Well... We were talking about how the Red Bull should have beat NYCFC up two men against, you know, against blue team. Couldn't score. Well, we just saw Real Salt Lake score, uh, I think it was five five times when they were up, up at least one man, uh, by them beating Colorado 6 nothing. 6 nothing. Listen, I know Colorado's not NYCFC, but you want to talk about Watching a score go climb two, three, four, five, six up two men. Mm-hmm. That is just absolutely brutal. I mean, Colorado, this one's on you guys. Just Pecky's army just rolled all over you. Yeah, they did. That is thoroughly, thoroughly embarrassing. Uh, side note, quick side note to DC for losing last night to Philly at home to nothing. But that's that's just for shits and giggles. That's yeah. fun. <laughs> Alrighty, well, that brings us to the end. Uh, you know where to find us, and it's mostly because everything's not listed out for me to quickly rattle it off. Yeah, but you, uh, you know it. You know where our Twitter accounts are. Yeah. You know how to email us. Exactly. Phone calls on our Twitter account. Uh, yeah. We're not that hard to find. No. So, uh, well, then with that in mind, uh, this has been episode 279 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Uh, and go Red Bulls. Oh, uh, yeah, quick, final thoughts. Win. 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 Win for Terry Henry. Do it. And, and uh, peace out. Lights.